2: That's right, it is Go Birds Radio here from the beautiful Bet Parks Casino in Ben Salem. Plenty of TVs, plenty of comfortable chairs, plenty of ways to win. No James Seltzer today, that is not his, you know, beautiful voice you normally hear to start the show. <laughs> uh, I'm, of course, Elliot Shore Parks here with. Devin, Devin Kaney. What up? Filling in
3: for James Seltzer. Happy to be here, Elliot.
2: Look, I figured today we're going to have a long talk about Jalen. Had to get the quarterback expert in on yeah. the show. So I appreciate oh, yeah, you coming that's me. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. So, you know, it was funny. We were texting yesterday. This is what we wanted to talk about. And I do think it's, we'll, I will, we'll get into it today as well. It is a good day to get into, you know, where is the team at? A lot's mm-hmm. happening with Hassan Reddick. Jason Kelsey uh, remains a topic of conversation. Uh, Eddie Jackson, you know, some potential free agents available. Mm hmm. But then, as always, as is always the case with the Eagles, something happens that just steals the uh, <laughs> steals the beginning of the show. And our good old, uh, I don't know if I would call him friend, you know? Uh, yeah. You know, old reliable. Yes, old reliable, reliable is a good way a hot to put take. it. Yes, exactly. Uh, Chris Sims, um, a, a piece of audio emerged from, he was doing uh, interviews down at the Super Bowl, as many do, on Radio Row. And as is always the case with Chris Sims, he had an opinion on Jalen Hurts that, I'm going to guess most people don't agree with, but I think it's an interesting conversation to be had. So let's hear what Chris Sims had to say. And here he is. I believe he's talking to the All-City Network out of uh, Phoenix, and this was a week ago uh, at the Super Bowl. You pit him against a, a guy that's high up your rankings that you would take Kyler over. Is there like anybody like oh. a Jalen
0: Hurts or anybody that you would say, i got to think real hard well, about that'd this? Well, that would be one of them for really? sure. Yeah, I don't think like – you know. You heard me talk yeah, yesterday. Yeah. You know, Jalen Hurts is, re- I respect a lot about Jalen Hurts, but I, I think Jalen Hurts is also, like, the most overrated player in football. All right? I just, that's, that's me. I know I'm wrong. I take a lot of crap about that comment. But, you know, it's a, it's a, he plays quarterback for a team that's an all-star team. Yeah. They have the best O-line in football. It's not even close, right? They got maybe the best duos at receiver in all of the football. Right? I just think if you put some quarterba- other quarterbacks in Philly, you put Kyler Murray there, you'd go, damn, Kyler's amazing. <laughs> is he the MVP of football? And I think we lose sight of all of that a little yeah. bit. Again, it yeah. gets into the quarterback team thing where right now we're all about the quarterback. And, uh, yeah, he'd be one of those guys that I certainly would go, hey, when Kyler's on his game, he is every bit in the class of yeah.
2: Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. Yeah, so obviously uh, Kyler getting some love there, and I, I would say he's wrong about that. But Kyler, yeah, did, like did, Kyler did come in and beat the Eagles this year, so you know maybe Kyler has a little bit of a bragging rights right now. Mm-hmm. But so what I wanted to get into off of that, and there's a lot there. Is Jalen better than than Kyler Murray? And we both made our <laughs> lists, <laughs> yes. which which we'll get into in a answer, little bit. Short answer, yes, but we'll get into <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, but what he also said in there that I think is going to be a real talking point this off season mm-hmm. is he said Jalen Hurts is the most overrated player in football and that's coming off the back of a a website i believe it was the 33rd team Mm -hmm. had jalen ranked as the 17th best quarterback in the nfl yeah so devin i ask you and i ask all the callers at 215-592-9494 after what we saw last year from jalen and we had had about a month to process it Mm -hmm. is jalen hurts overrated underrated or i'll throw properly rated in there too if you don't want to have a take
3: Definitely not properly rated by guys like Chris Sims and he never has been. I think he is wildly underrated despite the Eagles season. I mean you look back, the Eagles were ten and one at one point and Jalen was in the M V P conversation. He was the M V P front runner at one point. He beat quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Super Bowl winner once again, Josh Allen yeah. in that overtime walk off touchdown, Dak Prescott, like this guy has not not accomplished anything this past season. Not like he had a total collapse. I get the team did down the stretch. He also had a defense that was ranked in the bottom of the league, letting up so many mm-hmm. points. He was not put in a situation to succeed. And I also totally disagree with Chris Simms take on, Oh, his receivers are just great. His O line is just great. You still need to be a good quarterback to get the ball accurately yeah. down the field to your receivers. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Jalen Hurts might have been, whether he was more injured than they let on or he was taking too much time, maybe he was uh, feeling the pressure uh, with his new contracts. I don't know what the issue was, but I also don't think Jalen Hurts was the Eagles' biggest issue last season whatsoever.
2: So I think that so I, I do disagree with some of what Chris Sims said. I think this idea that Jalen played on an all-star team last year just isn't true. It's like, not true. We So we watch, obviously, on defense, the talent wasn't as good as we thought, especially in that back seven. Mm-hmm. But the main issue was the coaching ended up being a complete disaster. So the defense certainly was not an all-star team last year. Um, the offensive line, he said it's the best in football. I just disagree with that. I uh, totally agree yeah, I think the think I mean, uh, disagree with that. I think sorry. the Lions have a better <laughs> offensive line. And I think last year there was an issue with the Eagles offensive line that's not discussed enough. I thought mm-hmm. they were an issue in blitz pickup. Um, I thought Cam Juergens didn't have a great year. Part of that's on Jalen holding it. But the offensive line w- wasn't great. Receivers wise, he's correct. He probably has the best duo in the NFL, if not, you know, top three at absolute worst. But what I do think we're probably all going to have to talk about and accept this offseason is if we're going to say last year that Jalen belonged, like top three, I mean, I'm sure you did shows with this. We probably even did them together where Jalen was ranked seventh, right? And mm-hmm. that was a big deal because he almost won MVP, almost won the Super Bowl. If we're going to allow recency bias to be part of our thinking, after 2022 and thinking that after one year jalen belonged in the top five mm-hmm. then we have to also say coming off of this year Jalen's stock absolutely took a hit and if you look around the league jalen was probably not a top 10 quarterback last year and coming off of what we wanted to see from him and what we wanted and thought he could be jalen was a disappointment so while I, you know i tend to lean like i'm pretty in the middle on this but if i had to pick one at this point Jalen probably is overrated more than he is underrated because he has he has yet to show that he can do it in back-to-back years, that he can be consistent with it. And I thought he showed some problems last year that I believe could be long-term problems and, frankly, ones that showed in 2021. So we talk about the blitz pickup. Mm-hmm. I thought he played a large role in those issues. Um, I don't believe it was the coaching. I believe that he had options and he had places he could go and he didn't take them so I think that was a problem I don't think his pre-snap recognition was really great last year that's a potential long-term problem I think he got back back into a really bad habit of bailing out of the pocket too quickly consistently rolling to his right and you know you you saw that at times that was a major problem for this offense because he had clean pockets and he just backed out of them and mostly abandoned them and put the offense in a tough spot so going into next year, and we'll talk about Hassan Reddick and Jason Kelsey and all those things, but the Eagles' biggest question is, is it quarterback? Like They might have a real problem on their hands with what's happening to their franchise guy, so if I have to say overrated or underrated, he's probably overrated at this point because he's not a top five quarterback, and I think that's how a lot of people discuss him.
3: I totally disagree. I mean, you look back at this past But what did season, he show
2: last year to show that he was top five?
3: In this most recent season? Yeah. He said a career-high passing yards, passing touchdowns, and rushing touchdowns for the team. I So I think if he's playing safe, which I will admit we saw Jalen Hurts play a much safer game this past Especially season. Especially early on. But we also don't know or think that that's totally his fault. It's, it's the coaching. It's the play calling, which I don't blame Jalen Hurts for. It was also his injury that came to light later in the season. When he has... The dual threat in using his legs, in getting the ball downfield, I think he is absolutely not a system quarterback, which is essentially what Chris Sims was saying he was, right? And that's he's not saying,
2: a bad thing, even if he is. It's I think not, the idea is system quarterback. But he's totally yeah.
3: wrong. I mean, so look, I agree look you, yeah. back to the Buffalo Bills game. Yeah. Jalen Hurts put the team on his back. Absolutely. And walked it off and mm-hmm. won that game for the Eagles. That, to me, is not a quarterback that is just surrounded by an all-star team who's kind of like plugging in a hole, which is what you are saying, which is what Chris Sims is saying. I I have full confidence, and I know some people might think I'm being naive in this, that Jalen Hurts will get back to where he was in the season where they went to the Super Bowl in 2022-23. Mm-hmm. I think he needs better coaching. I think... There was something rotten in that locker room going down this past season that hopefully they got rid of, hopefully can be resolved. That doesn't have anything to do with what's going on on the field. And while Jalen Hurts does have a lot to work on, trust me, like he he threw a career-high passing yards, but he also threw a career-high interceptions and fumbles.
2: Yeah, turnovers were a major problem. Turnovers
3: were a problem. Are they the reason the Eagles completely collapsed at the end of the season? No, I actually blame the defense mostly for that.
2: All right, so this is where I guess we'll disagree again. Like, I agree with you. Buffalo was a great example of when he puts his Superman cape on, he right. can he can win. For mm-hmm. sure. But I but I think you know, if talk about game manager. Is he a difference maker? Is he a game manager? I don't think Jalen's a game manager. I don't think Jalen's strength is just dropping back in the pocket, you know, dinking, dunking down the field, running the offense. Like, Jalen can do those things for stretches. But where I think Jalen can be special, and what you saw in 2022, was he's great on the fly. And that's a great quality to have as a quarterback Mm -hmm. because a lot of plays in the NFL go off script almost immediately. Like, very few plays in the NFL are... The defense, uh, you know, runs what you thought they were going to run. The plays run perfectly on the offense. You just throw the ball. That's just not how it happens. So I do think his ability to create on the fly is a is a big positive for him. But where I get concerned, to your point about the the Buffalo game, is how many games did he do that last year? Like, I agree against Buffalo. He put the put the Superman cape on and won them the game. Mm-hmm. But where was he against San Francisco? Where was he against Dallas? Where was he against the Giants both times? Where was he in the playoffs? So you are right that there were positives last year, but I think what we saw happen is throughout the year, the negatives caught up to him. The problems that he had really started to show with the blitzing and with the inability, I think his accuracy wasn't completely consistent. And the top quarterbacks in the league, they're difference makers, like Josh Allen. Josh Allen... Is, is a difference maker and he turns the ball over but he does it more consistently. So He what, also
3: consistently loses in the
2: postseason. He does but for what it's worth he lo- he loses to Mahomes. I, mean, I think that's important to say. Yeah, like,
3: Jalen Hurts beat Mahomes and Josh Allen this yeah, past Yeah, last
2: season. year I, look J- the the win against uh, Kansas City, by the way, which I think you could say is more on the defense. But regardless, like how many games did Jalen win for them last year? Where we left the game and said he won that game from Buffalo.
3: So yeah, you're right. I'm not going to argue with that. Buffalo was probably the one that stands out the most. Um, I mean,
2: early in the season, I'm trying to think. He was Kansas City, New England. You could debate. Yeah. On. Oh
3: gosh, that was so long ago. I know. Yeah.
2: Darius Slay had to pick six, but
3: yeah. So I I agree with what you're saying. I'm just assuming that and hoping that moving forward next season, we will see the 2022 Jalen Hurts, who mm-hmm. does have that Superman cape on every single game. I think this past season, I agree with you. He didn't. And what did concern me, so you brought up the 49ers game. Jalen looked like he was going to put that cape on. Yeah. And then I'll ne- it's like seared into my brain that, that play when the Eagles had the lead. Where he tripped. And he tripped over himself. Yep. And you could just see in his face he deflated. And at the time, I thought, okay, it's Jalen Hurts. He's going to bounce back from this, like flush it, whatever he likes to say, whatever quote, and move on. They'll be Mm -hmm. fine. And he didn't. And that was concerning to me. It did seem like his mental toughness kind of faltered at times this past season. But what's to say that that's not going to come back next season. Like he knows that he failed the Eagles this season. He knows that he failed Philadelphia this season, as did the whole team. I just think there's no way that Jalen Hurts is not working on improving his mental game and physical game going into next season. So
2: I do think Jalen is someone. And 215 592 hop in, let us know. Do you think Jalen is closer to overrated or underrated off of Chris Sims calling him luck? he's not the most overrated player in the NFL. Like, Jalen is just not the most if overrated. If
3: you're going to call Jalen overrated, you also have to keep, like, Brock Purdy in mind. Brock, like, Brock Purdy one. is Brandon Ayuk, he's Debo Sam, yeah. he's George Kittle, he's Chris McCaffrey, who are all better players than him.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think they both have great supporting cast, but I think they would be overrated for the same reason if you we were going to use Chris Sims' logic. But my concern with Jalen moving forward is, if we look at the totality of his career, and it depends if you want to include 2020, his rookie year. On one hand, you could go, look, you know, it was a terrible situation. He came in halfway through the year. Maybe you don't count it. But if you look at all the snaps he's played as starting quarterback in the NFL, twenty twenty two does look like more like more of the outlier. Twenty twenty one I thought was uh It was a year that he accomplished and overachieved in the way that they made the playoffs and not many thought that they Mm -hmm. would. So I think you could deem that season a success. But in 2021, we all remember that game against Tampa and the the coach is basically saying like Jalen is not doing a good job seeing the defense and Mm -hmm. reading the defense. So there was an issue in 2021. Last year, I thought that was an issue as well with the blitz. So you've seen that in two out of his three full starting seasons. And if you remember as a rookie in 2020, he had turnover issues those final few games. Like There was positives for sure. The win over the Saints. uh, He was excellent against the cardinals in terms of creating on the fly Mm -hmm. uh and then the dallas game he had that great deep pass to to deshaun jackson but there were a lot of turnovers there so i look at major flaw like major i guess is the word i would use but i look at consistent flaws he's shown in four years issues reading the defense or seeing what's coming with the blitz Mm -hmm. and turning the ball over and my concern moving forward is are those things that you can continue to win with and I don't know if if that's the case. Like you've, but who's to-,
3: to say those aren't things that he can work on?
2: With, well, he's but a new he's offensive had he's coordinator had now. three years to work on it. That's well, he has new my-
3: coaching staff, which I will say the turnover. I don't know if it's good or bad, but he regardless he's got Kellen Moore in there now. I do agree he has to master beating the blitz. He right. has to work on handling adversity and, and finding open receivers better, seeing the field better, um, and getting the ball out faster. But I think that all plays into yeah. the same category he has things to work on. I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm just saying that everything you pointed out does not make him an overrated quarterback. Every quarterback has issues. There's no quarterback. Even Patrick Mahomes isn't perfect. Like, Mm -hmm. Everyone has their flaws. It's just yeah. finding an offense and a game plan to kind of work with those issues and, and hopefully improve that moving forward.
2: 215-592-9494. I'm going to guess most people out there don't agree with Chris Sims, but I think today is a good day to talk about like where is Jalen going to fall in the rankings of the quarterbacks. I was asked on, on your show, The Morning Show, you know, do I think Brock Purdy will be ahead of him? I think Brock Purdy will probably be ranked ahead of Jalen on almost every list this offseason.
3: Well, he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I, I totally disagree that if you were to just break them down as individual players, that he would be a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts in
2: so, most categories. Yeah, I, I think they're interesting to compare. I think they're very different players. Like, Jalen... And uh, Cliff Kingsbury, actually, the almost Eagles offensive coordinator, was talking about it this week, how when he looks at what he wants in a quarterback, they have to have the ability to create on the fly. And Jalen certainly has. I don't know if Brock can do it as well, but so that that is the one thing I wanted to talk about today. Jalen Hurts, where you're at with him. Do you feel like he's overrated, underrated? Where would you rank him amongst the league? We both did some homework, made a list <laughs> of guys we would take that we think would go ahead of Jalen uh, in a draft. So I would definitely want to make, make, we'll talk about that today. The other thing I wanted to get into today with you, because I know you feel strongly about this um, mm-hmm. based off texting yesterday and before this Chris Sims quote came out, is the Hassan Reddick situation. Mm-hmm. So Hassan Reddick talks this week to, I believe it was Bleacher Report, if I'm not mistaken, and says he wants to be with the Eagles, he hasn't requested a trade, but the report is still out there, and both can be true, that he was allowed to seek a trade. hmm there's a lot of people out there saying they should trade him because next season's a rebuilding year and you should get what you can for Hassan Reddick. <laughs> Where do you fall on that?
3: I think that is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, how did we, how did we get to that point? this This past season was Super Bowl or bust. The Eagles had one of the most difficult uh, schedules mm-hmm. going into this. Season. The most like,
2: difficult schedule. The most
3: difficult schedule. Thank you. Um, I just think it's absolutely absurd to even. Consider that line of thinking. Uh, you bring in a guy like Vic Fangio as their defensive coordinator. You bring in Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator. Like you are going for it once again. If you're gonna let go of Hassan Reddick because yeah. you just say, "Oh no, it's it's a rebuild year." After going ten and one, and then yeah, you did kind of collapse down the stretch there. Kind of. You a still have. What did we just say? Two of the best receivers in the league. Mm -hmm. You have one of the best offensive lines in the league. I know Jason Kelsey is still a question mark, and that's big. But you still have a lot of talented guys around him. I have full confidence Jalen Hurts can bounce back and have a better season moving forward. Like, why are we even discussing and entertaining the idea of, like, oh, no, it'll just be a wash. It'll just be a rebuild here.
2: So this we'll agree on after disagreeing, it seems like, on Jalen. I think the idea that the Eagles shouldn't view next year as an all-in year is Mm -hmm. preposterous. They have more resources than they've had in a really long time. Considering they probably move on from Kevin Byard or make him renegotiate, uh, they're probably going to have almost $40 million in cap space this Mm -hmm. offseason to spend. They have three picks in the first two rounds. There is no logical reason, and I'd love to hear someone if you think there is, but no logical reason to trade Hassan Reddick. He's one of your best players, if not the best player on defense. He's the best player on a unit that faltered last year towards the end and is in no position to be giving away talent. You need Mm -hmm. to be collecting talent on defense if you're the Eagles, not trading it away. And Hassan Reddick, if you move on from him, your defensive line becomes a major question mark. And I think one thing that happened – and you just hit on it with the jason kelsey point is they started to lose at the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. last year the offensive line started to not be as good towards the end of the year and the defensive line on the other side of the ball wasn't winning at the line of scrimmage they didn't get the same pressure they weren't great against the run if you lose hassan reddick it's a major blow to, to next offseason. so i know your co-host on the morning show joe decamera says he thinks this is a two-year rebuild for the eagles <laughs> I completely disagree. This no. team has never yeah. shown that it needs two years to rebuild.
3: No, and since when does you know failing to reach the Super Bowl for the second year in a row all of a sudden turn into, oh, we need a two-year rebuild? They still have the pieces they need. Look, I know the Eagles' defense is struggling. I have a lot of faith in Vic Fangio, and they have the draft. They have free agents they can bring in. They have, as you mentioned, cap space. I think that they can bring in the pieces, and then in changing up the scheme a bit, I mean, they were just they were running a different scheme under a different defensive yeah. coordinator over halfway through the season. And I think and they players can know Hassan what was going well, yeah. on. Yeah, you had Hassan dropping back in coverage, like it, it was a disaster. They're definitely gonna be more together the coming this coming season. They might not be the best defense in the league, but it in no way means, in my opinion, that it's a wash.
2: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you believe Jalen is more overrated or underrated, based off Chris Sims calling him the most overrated player in the NFL? And where are you at with the Son Reddick situation? And also next year, like. Do you think the Eagles should be all in? Do you view next year as a chance for them to win a title, or do you think because of the Hassan situation and the talent on defense and the new coaching staff, they maybe need to take a year, retool, and see what happens uh, the following year? Twenty twenty-five is maybe the main year to win. So, Devin, I know you you've been on the show, you you listen to the show, I believe, mm. so you know where we start every Saturday. Oh, it's not of even a question. So let's go to our buddy, our friend, a real one, where we start every Saturday. Tom from Abington. What up, Tom? How's it going?
1: Yo, in the news. How we doing today?
2: <laughs> what Yo up, Tom. The news. Uh, I right. like that. I like that.
1: So first off. Better uh, than some feel, of my <laughs> nicknames. Feel better, James.
2: Yes. Agreed. We hope James. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say I've spoken to James every day. Uh, he is yep. starting to feel better. He's feeling better today. So hopefully he's you told back on me yesterday. Yep.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, so uh, at the end of the call, what do they call him? A 30,000-foot view?
2: Yeah, that I think that, that, term? that sounds like a good idea,
1: look, right? look at me asking you, ESP. I was going to say, like, I have, yeah. no. I, I have no idea. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's right. like if you're on an airplane, yeah. that's how high they
2: are. Yeah, yeah At sure. the
1: At the end, I'm going to give you the 100,000-foot view for the Eagles like right. in the far future, okay? Oh, but, um, all right, so, uh, Chris is his ass, okay? <laughs> um... <laughs> I would call him overrated, except nobody really rates him that high, so you can't can't go there <laughs> with him. True. I, when you guys opened up with this, um, the first name that came to my mind was Brock Purdy, and then you guys mm-hmm. both uh, got into that. Like, I think he just has the wrong name there. I think Brock Purdy's the most overrated by well, his Tom, same logic. Yeah. Let me ask
2: you this, all right. So I think all three of us would take Jalen over Brock Purdy, if given mm-hmm. the choice, right? We're mm-hmm. close to it. We know Jalen. But, like, if you th- where do you think the rest of the league is on it where if all the GMs could sit down and say, okay, I can take Jalen Hurts or I can take Brock Purdy, who do you think gets selected more, Jalen or Brock?
1: I think it might be close to 50-50. I do, too. Um, yeah, I do, too.
2: Yeah,
1: and, and and all this being said, I do think he is slightly overrated, slightly overrated at this point just because of the year he had last year. Brock or Jalen? You know, no, Jalen. Okay, yeah. Forget, forget Brock. Are we moved <laughs> on from Brock, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So, yeah, like, while you're out the numbers, Devin, like, I, I still watch the games, and he definitely mm. took a step back. Like, most concerning with me was, I, I thought, I, I was in the camp, and I thought he was going to have, like, a, a knee scope or something at the mm. end of the season. Yeah. Then I saw him running around at the Pro Bowl. That concerns me, because it looked to me like he lost a step.
2: Yeah, I think last year that was, especially early on, and then after he took that hit in the Rams game, didn't look as quick uh, moving around, especially when you watch some of the other quarterbacks around the league run. Like, I remember in 2022 watching Jalen, even watching the Super Bowl highlights uh, this past week cause they were on. Like, he looks fast in that game. Mm, the way nice. he escapes, even just, like, moving behind the line of scrimmage, he looks quicker. So I agree that's a concern. All right, let's hear your 100,000-foot uh, your view.
1: Okay, so um, we all know that uh, Andy Reid is well on his way to becoming the best coach ever, right?
2: I think he already is, but he's certainly on okay. his way. Yeah. All right,
1: well, depending on what camp you come from, that's fair. Um, so we also know that at this point, his career in Philadelphia is, albeit a fourteen-year, a fourteen-year footnote, right?
2: So I don't agree with that. I think that Andy, to me, still feels like an eagle. I mean, like nationally, he's probably remembered more for the Chiefs, but he won a lot of, of game was here for 14 no, years. I, I yeah. know, but he's
1: accomplished so much in KC, it's starting to dwarf even the success he had here. So, I say the Eagles need to keep their eyes out for the next Andy Reid, and that's happening right now in San Francisco. Because when Ooh. they lose, 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 and Shanahan gets let go, pick him up, and we might have ourselves a dynasty ourselves.
3: Are you saying so? You're saying Shanahan is the next Andy Reid.
1: Yep. All right. Look at his track record. I mean, he's almost mirroring what Andy Reid did, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting point. And, Tom, uh, thank you so much for calling in. It was yeah, good to hear Tom. from you. Have a good one, guys. Yep, talk to you later.
3: Well, and he certainly is starting his – well, not starting his career off, but uh, going far in the playoffs and then losing and yes. never making it to the big one. It like is. Andy Reid did time and time again here in Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, so I'll actually get into that on the other side. I'll, think about this. Would you trade Nick Sirianni for Kyle Shanahan? No. Okay, never mind. I guess don't <laughs> think about it. I'll have my opinion on that on the other side. 215-592-9494. Get, in, get on the board, call in. Do you think Jalen is more overrated or underrated? And do you view next year as an all-in year for the Eagles? Or do you think more 2025 is where they're at? So, Elliott Shore Parks, Devin Caney here at the beautiful Bet Parks Casino. This is Go Birds Radio. And- of course, the Bet Parks app is the only casino and sports betting app that I use myself and that I recommend. It's safe, secure, and it's easy to use. Play all your favorite casino games 24-7 on the Bet Parks app, the hottest online slots and table games right at your fingertips. Play Blackjack, Texas Hold'em with a live dealer right on your phone. Live bet all your favorite sports on the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, the sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fans. And you can bet more than the score on that. You can Bet pro hoops, player performances, points, assists, and much more. Live bet as you watch the action unfold. Bet college basketball, hockey, MMA, golf, and more. Bet Parks has a great offer, so join me right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website at betparks.com for details. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. You love to play. You play to win. You bet. Bet Parks. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. go birds radio here at the beautiful bet parks casino and Sportsbook. i was going to wait for the beat to drop but
3: it felt like it wasn't
2: happening so i had to sit there for a few uh few more seconds i know so
3: you're not used to leading i'm not either on a show so like i always wonder how a lead host knows when to start talking over a song because if it's a good song like you You let it play out
2: so one of my most embarrassing memories and i guess i'll just say it on the air since i started (laughs) is when that song was out i was probably in i don't know sixth grade seventh grade something like that yeah and i made my mom sit down and i rapped her the entire <laughs> lyrics just to show like oh that i know it how cool I every was. lyric every lyric well I mean, i'm sure them? i censored it yeah
3: I definitely oh let's hear it can you do it for us right now i'm not yeah, gonna do on. it right now
2: it's an inappropriate song for the radio but uh, no there's certainly parts of it. regardless i'm not rapping it i could do every word though i'll get Trust him to me. do it
3: off air and like take a video yeah or something.
2: but i'm sure twitter will love that so <laughs> Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Get in on the lines. Uh, we got a few things on the table today. Chris Sims said that Jalen Hurts is the most overrated player in the NFL. I think we all disagree with that. He's not the most overrated player in the NFL. But do you think after last year, he is more overrated or underrated? Devin, you seem pretty firm in the uh, the fact that he is underrated based off of one year of production.
3: So uh, to clarify, I think underrated in terms of the way the conversations that have started circling about Jalen Hurts, right? Mm -hmm. Especially here in Philly. Like, is he the guy moving forward? Is he like, has he passed his prime? Is he regressing type conversations? And I absolutely don't think that's the case. And look, maybe I'm being a hopeful optimist here because I am an Eagles fan Mm -hmm. also. So I want them to succeed. I want to believe that Jalen Hurts can bounce back and be an MVP caliber Player, which we have seen him reach that caliber of play yeah. in both last season and 2022, um but 2022 it lasted. You know, through the Super Bowl, Super Bowl he was arguably one of the best players on the field, aside from his one crucial
2: mistake. Aside from his one, crucial one crucial mistake, mistake. Yeah. and that how else was and, the play? And therein
3: lies the the discussion, right? Yeah. Because it's yeah, he's a great player, but you know he turned the ball over in the Super Bowl, but he turned the ball over a record amount of times this past season. Um, I think he's underrated when he's able to execute and play in what makes him great and that is throwing the ball accurately downfield and also being able to turn on the wheels and use his legs and be a multi-dimensional player. And I think that was taken away from him this past season um, based on his health and and the play calling and them just wanting to protect him and and keep him healthy throughout the whole season. I don't think the play calls did him any justice. and for Depends that i think that you're on
2: that side of the argument for I was really that like, i think he's underrated why really cuz i just don't think it was the play calling i think that we're using it, was it the as most a most
3: basic vanilla yeah. Play it was the same offense I've they ran in 2022 seen. when but he exactly, was almost one MVP. they should have changed it. But, every, like, we knew that they ran a basic offense in 2022, so every team had an entire offseason to learn the yes, basic offense. Yes, and there,
2: there were obviously small like alterations they made, but the bottom line is like when you watch last year, this whole thing about you know guys weren't open and that guys weren't creating separation, the separation and the amount of space in between receivers was exactly the same in 2022 as 2023. They were like, don't throw the ball. They don't throw the ball over the field anymore. In 2023, they threw it over the middle. of the just as much they did in 2022. If you want to say, and I don't think you're wrong in saying this, that they needed to make some more changes. Like, look, I hate the motion conversation, but if you wanted to do more motion, like those type of things, sure, maybe you did need to spice it up a little bit. But the bottom line is, and Tom Brady actually had a great quote this week talking about this, like he'll watch games, and I think Tom's going to be a fantastic play-by-play guy. Mm. But So Tom was saying he'll watch games and you know the ball will be snapped and the play won't go well or the quarterback will run and, and scramble and everyone will say, oh, what a great play by the quarterback. But actually when he watches it, he says, well, why'd he snap that ball? Because if you look at the coverage, he shouldn't have done this. Or mm-hmm. I think Jalen's play last year made the play calling look worse than it was more so than the play calling made Jalen look worse than he is. Hmm. You seem to obviously still disagree with that.
3: I, so I, I just want to know more. Like, why why do you blame Jalen for that? Because when it, when you literally have guys like Nick Bosa on on opposing defenses coming out and saying, "Yeah, there's a blueprint for how to win against this Eagles offense." Right,
2: a blueprint to win against Jalen, right? Which was keep him in the pocket. Don't let don't give him lanes to run in up the middle of the field. And if you don't let him get out, so to design
3: the side. offensive plays to get around that, to change it up, to catch. So, yeah, yeah, off but, guard. but what do you
2: think is more realistic? That a coaching staff of like 18 offensive people that are at the top of their profession can't come up with how to beat the Blitz or Jalen struggles against it? I don't know. Okay. Too I long. don't know. I, I just, look, it's a, it's a little bit of a chicken and egg I know he struggles
3: against the Blitz. I do. Yeah. I do. But I also think that he's not the only one who's, who's, you know, liable for that. Who, like he has in. Off- for sure, has one the of, offensive like line. Like said, be better, yeah. he has one of the best offensive lines in the league. Like it's not just all on Jalen.
2: I don't know if we can still say he has one of the best offensive lines in the league. I think he probably I has agree. a top. They're top seven, ten. yeah, something like that. But they were not as good last yeah. year as uh, I think maybe their reputation gives them credit for. So two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Hop in. Uh, really want to know where fans fall on this. I thought it was surprising the first call we took today was that Jalen is overrated, more uh, more than underrated. So Tom from Abington. Uh,
3: but not as overrated as Brock Purdy. Yes,
2: not as <laughs> overrated as Brock Purdy. All right, let's go to another real one, an auto-downloader, one of our favorite callers on the show, Drew in Westchester. Drew, what up, buddy? How you doing?
4: Hello, folks. What a, what a thrill. Uh, first and foremost, I hope Seltzer feels better. I told him the last yeah. time I was sick was actually 2022 draft night. When the Eagles traded for AJ, so maybe like the Phillies will sign mm. Bellinger oh. and summary for him this weekend as like a I, gift and all. I like your uh,
2: glass-half-full approach to that, Drew.
4: Yes, the draft is always one of my favorite nights of the year, and I was like struggling to stay awake, and all of a sudden you got Schefter coming on with, <laughs> with that news. So hopefully maybe Seltzer will get that or a Kelsey coming back announcement or, uh, yes. or something. So yeah. uh, so talking Jalen and I'll make a point on a son and I just have a free agency ID I'd love to float out to you folks at the end if I could. Uh, so last off season I had Jalen as the third best quarterback in the league so mm. hand up I definitely overrated him there. but now when I feel like the conversation swung in a way that he is kind of becoming underrated when I watched the rest of the playoffs as we got further removed, I started to feel better about him. Like Lamar didn't do anything to elevate the Ravens in the AFC championship game. Like Purdy had a couple opportunities to get the Niners in the end zone at the end. Couldn't do it. Like out I know he didn't win the game, but outside of like Brady and Joe Burrow, like who else has gone shot for shot with Mahomes in a major game like that in the playoffs? So I just think back to the Super Bowl last year. And as we get a little further removed, I start to feel better about Jalen.
2: Yeah, what I think is interesting about Jalen is and what makes this this conversation kind of so difficult to decide where you land on is when he's at his best, like, he is a top-three quarterback in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And I think there's probably only 10 or 11 guys that you can say that about. Like, so Kirk Cousins, I think there would be an interesting argument about if for one game, who would you rather have? Like, Kirk Cousins, I think, is underrated from the pocket. He's very good. We've seen him put up big numbers. But Kirk Cousins is not out-dueling Mahomes, like, like like uh, Hertz did to a certain extent in the Super Bowl, so I think your point is right, Drew. That he probably wasn't top three last year, but he does have qualities about him that put him in that conversation when he plays his absolute best.
4: For sure, I'll say right now I got him seventh. I think he's the second best in the NFC. I think Jordan Love really good, but I, yeah. I think I think seven is about right for him now. Uh, with with Hassan, uh, I'm. I'd actually try to sign him to an extension. I'm all in on... Keeping them. I think for so long, I think there was like a seven, eight-year stretch where it was talked about where we never had an edge guy got like double-digit sacks, I think like 2015 to yeah. 2021. So I'm not in the business of getting rid of a guy who's doing that. I think there's a lot of edge rushers who are actually being productive into their like early to mid-30s where I don't think he can just be good next year. I think he can be good the year after that and the year yeah. after that too. Mm-hmm
3: yeah I totally agree uh any wants to be here drew I have a non Eagles uh question for you though all right what did you so you are you go still going it, to haven't. the stadium series tonight
4: uh yes I am uh, I'm planning on it. I'm gonna watch the uh, I'm gonna watch my Yukon uh, huskies hopefully take down Marquette and then I'll
3: be at the I'll be at the Flyers game so what jersey did we go with
4: uh so I think we're gonna go with we're gonna go with the Giroux shirt, but probably, I don't like to do this again, but probably under a jacket, because it's just, like, way too cold. Um, it is going to r- be freezing out right there. Yeah, so <laughs> I think we're going to go with, like, a Giroux shirt over a Stoutland U um, sweatshirt. We'll have a little, like, orange and green combo.
2: I like it. That That's very you, dro that, that right there <laughs> is, is very good. Yeah, um,
4: great, great question, Devin. Um, the the <laughs> one other thing I was just going to um, throw out to you guys, and Elliot, I think I admittedly like the player better than you but I know you've talked a lot about safety stuff Uh, Chauncey and I never came around on CJGJ it's just too cool of a name I call him Chauncey because it's an awesome name (laughs) do you think there is any shot how he places a call to the agent and says hey let's sit down and see if we can work out whatever the problem was last year when free agency starts
2: yeah no it's a good question and Drew uh, we're up against it a little bit so I'm going to let you go but thanks for calling man Yeah, have a great time at the game tonight yeah so much fun uh, the stadium series does seem like uh, something. I, I went when it was here at Citizens Bank a bunch mm-hmm. of years ago, but I feel like it's a little bit of a bucket list sports item.
3: I know. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of sad I'm not going. I got it. So I, I work for the Flyers sometimes. I do in-arena mm-hmm. stuff for them, and I got a text from my boss literally an hour before the show, like, hey, we have extra tickets. Do you want to go? And uh, Well, I, a appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the commitment. I appreciate the commitment. But, yeah, it seems awesome.
2: Would you say hockey is meant to be played outside?
3: I mean, Because
2: everyone says it about football when I say I won all the games in domes. But, like, <laughs> isn't hockey yes, an outside sport? but
3: hockey is indoors, and it's still freezing cold uh, near the ice, so yeah. it's not very warm under a dome regardless. Um, as a fan, I want to say no because I like being warm. Like, it is freezing cold today. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I don't envy people who have to sit outside for hours.
2: The hockey sweaters are perfect, I think, for, for staying warm at least. Like, you yeah, put that underneath true. a real hoodie, that's a good look. But yeah. to the Chauncey question.
3: Also, good on you calling it a sweater. Right. Thanks. Yeah. I've been looking at him online. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Soccer kits, hockey sweaters. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm in on the lingo. But the Chauncey point, he is a free agent this offseason. Obviously missed a lot of time with injuries last year. Would you bring back Chauncey? Like, where are you at on that?
3: So, would you try when he was with the Eagles? I think I was in the minority. Like I loved him. I I don't think you were in the minority.
2: I think a lot of people. Well,
3: yeah, but like, well, his play obviously, but his like personality and his persona. I I know that they're a bit out there, and he can be outspoken. But I loved it. I love that type of personality in Philadelphia. It's the type of person that you never want to play against, but you love them when they're when you're they're on your team. I just don't know if the relationship is. Is fixable. There, yeah. I mean, I think it, it just got a little bit too fractured um, that I can't see them like coming coming to terms. And I also just don't know. I know like they didn't sign him for a reason. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. I think they had concerns over a, not just the money that he was asking for, but also you know his presence in a locker room and his attitude. Sometimes um, I think didn't sit right with Howie and in the organization. So, so I don't know.
2: I definitely think the. The bridge is, if not burned, like yeah. certainly a tough, he, tough like, bridge to he get across. He came
3: out and spoke against Philadelphia fans. Yeah. the Eagles. So
2: like. my my opinion on all that is, it's easily fixed if you just offer him the most money. Like that's an yeah. easy fix. The bridge, True. the bridge will be very unburned in a second if he offers mm-hmm. him the most money out there. Um, look, they miss. They but missed, will
3: they? I just don't see. I
2: it. don't think so. No, yeah. I, I don't. Um, but they did miss his playmaking last year for sure. Yeah. I think as yeah. a safety, he's somewhat. Inconsistent. His tackling can be a little hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I think in trying to make plays, he gets out of position. But one issue they had last year for sure on defense was creating turnovers. Mm-hmm. And Chauncey had, what, six or seven interceptions yeah. the year before? So I think they definitely missed that. Um, man, if they bring back Chauncey, people are going to uh...
3: – I would I would be excited.
2: Yeah, like, I think people would I, too, I would be for very sure. excited
3: if they did that.
2: It's like running it back with 2022.
3: Yeah, I just don't know if they go would. Go
2: get TJ, go get Marcus Epps. Just, just bring them all back. So <laughs> – All right, we're going to take a quick break here, and we come back. Another one of our all-time classic callers. We have a few, actually, on the board here, but get in, get on the board. I want to hear all your guys' opinions on do you think Jalen falls underrated or overrated like Chris Sims says he is, and do you view next year as an all-in type of year, or is this going to take maybe a year to rebuild? So 215-592-9494, get in, get on the board. Here at the beautiful Parks Casino in Ben Salem, this is Go Birds Radio. Go Birds Radio. See, I nailed that one. That was good, right? Right, <laughs> right on the beach. job. It, it's Go Crushed Birds it. Radio, here from the beautiful Bet Parks Casino. Plenty of comfy chairs, plenty of TVs, plenty of ways to win. Um, so I went out for dinner last night to celebrate Valentine's Day with the misses. Aww, um,
3: so romantic.
2: I know it's just in my blood. I can't help it. And by that <laughs> I mean she made the reservation and set it up.
3: <laughs> and it wasn't actually Valentine's. And it wasn't
2: actually Valentine's, <laughs> but but Two outside later, of that, yeah well but if Valentine's is on a Wednesday I feel like you got to celebrate Friday yeah I
3: did not celebrate Valentine's Day last night but on I Wednesday also did celebrated you go out? no I went out Tuesday interesting yeah my boyfriend doesn't like Valentine's Day
2: he doesn't like Valentine's well he Day. doesn't
3: like the he doesn't like going out on Valentine's Day because it's too crowded
2: it's disappointing he's a great follow on Twitter I get good vibes <laughs> the not Valentine's Day thing unfortunately checking out look him, I but, agree
3: it's a red flag
2: yeah so all right here's my here's my take I think at a restaurant the table is more important than the food.
3: Hmm. Like location of table? Yeah,
2: yeah, so went out last night, a place you've been to as well, so Mm -hmm. you can speak to this. Delicious food. The food was unbelievable, right?
3: Did you have an easy time getting in in the front door?
2: It can be really difficult. Yeah, Yeah, so apparently at this place you have to knock yeah, it's like really fancy. Yeah, like so that. you saved me. They opened like the little thing with it. <laughs> but the table, I don't think restaurants should be allowed to put tables where it's like two tops right next to each other. In oh, a row. no. Like It ruins the whole thing. Like, first of all, I can hear everybody else talking. Yeah. Like, it's like you're sharing a table. So I still had a great time. Like, obviously, the wife looked beautiful. The food was great. So uh-huh. I, I enjoyed myself. But I think at a restaurant, I would rather have a great table than a great meal.
3: Yeah, no, I agree with that, but unfortunately, I feel like those the two tops like right next to each other, it's so common now. That's what And yeah. you're basically in the conversation of the couple next to you.
2: So, you know how in movie theaters now you can pick your seat? Yeah. I think they should do that with restaurants. Like when you make a reservation, you yeah. see this the the seating chart and you get to pick where it goes. That's
3: actually a really smart idea thank you I also hate when it's like a really tiny table and it's like shared place yes and then you also have I'm a big booth person like I always take the booth side I love booths yeah so there has to be at least like one booth side otherwise it just feels like awkward and uncomfortable so there
2: was a booth side but obviously as the gentleman I am yeah she she gets the booth I feel like it's a
3: a lady thing you get the booth
2: yes but I was jealous that she got the booth
3: I'm glad the food was good though it was
2: very good it was very good and happy Valentine's Day to to everybody out there uh, including our next caller another go birds <laughs> legend and i think a romantic he strikes me as a as a romantic oh, sure. kind of guy um let's go to black gritty black gritty what up man how you doing
0: flip flops pd
2: as a serial dater i could say that going out to dinner
0: on valentine's day is such a rookie move i had two dates on valentine's day you know one <laughs> saying, early a, a romantic, and one late yeah. you know what i mean i'm just saying you get puppy milled out they're trying to stick your forty thousand people in there who comes out too quick they need to get you out there as quick as possible for all the love and everything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Heart shave, stick it. So it's just you got to go out the night before or you got to go out the night after. You're making a weekend event or, like I said, like me, I split my two dates up one half the day and the other half the night. And I had a good time. You know, that was nice of you to share the love stuff. on uh, Valentine's <laughs> hey, Day. So, a, a lot of ladies need love. Y'all here. you know, I <laughs> mean, as a single male, I got to spread as much as possible. Yes. Anywho, on <laughs> to the <sport>. Amen. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know, flip flops, this is why I call you flip flops. You and I here with a sword and a lance, and you are defending the Eagles. They're a top 10 in offense, and offense looks so good. Look how are you complaining about the offense? Now, all of a sudden, my quarterback is just didn't perform. You know, he had the best stats, passing yards, touch yeah. and touchdowns, all kinds of stuff. Here's the bottom line of that. Well, they did have a top, top end 10 of offense. The day, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to do what everybody else does. It, it took eight years for Cowboys fans to turn on Dak Prescott, okay? I still think Joe Burrow is top two quarterback in the league. But so I'm not going to move Jalen Hurts out of the top five. Uh, yes, he ended the season at a down point, but guess what? All this talk about the coaches, at least my coach knew how to overtime worked. We went Amen. in there against Buffalo Amen. Bills. My dude went out there and did his job. My quarterback, my team, my offense knew what to do. And they were mad at the end of that game when they kicked that field goal because they knew how the overtime was supposed to go. And they didn't know what they were going to mm-hmm. get the ball out. So i I mean, this is my quarterback. It is what it is. He's top five. Chris Sims knows that we're the only market that actually cares about the dumb things that he says. Between him and Hasselbeck, <laughs> you realize that loser quarterbacks will just keep a job for eternity in this league, and it's just embarrassing. Now, on to Hassan Reddick again, the Philadelphia thing. Can we stop getting rid of good players? It's like when, when somebody like CJ D.J. leaves and we all cry about how we lost them. And now half the people talking about, let Hassan go or trade him for a second round Pick round pick the who. How he can't draft nobody. You saw he tried to turn it all around and to Georgia Bulldog heavy. And now look where we at. It looks good on paper, but it ain't good in real life. I know in real life, Hassan Reddick went out there with a cast for three games, got dropped back 90,000 times, and still had double digits back three years in a row. He has got to stay here and stay where I need him. Uh, BG, I'm gonna come over to the house From the weather just a little warmer. Bring the kid. We going shopping in your closet. You got all that good stuff, girl.
3: I appreciate you guys. <laughs> my bye
2: man, bye. dinner live. I talked to you. Love <laughs> it, my man. O- o- always good to hear from Black.
3: Always writers. a roller coaster uh, when BG calls
2: in. So let's Love hope it. that his two Lots Valentine's dates weren't aren't go birds listeners right Like i (laughs) I can't believe
3: he just revealed that i'm I'm guessing they're
2: not big sports fans if otherwise you might be getting some unfun text but
3: yeah we covered a lot of territory That was that that was a lot
2: um but one point i think he made that i think is true obviously but especially with the defense they're not in a position to be getting rid of anybody in trading hassan reddick so i think if they're gonna move on from hassan in a way, like a player for player deal makes more sense, I think, than a draft pick in this mm-hmm. this situation. Like, let's say Buda Baker out of Arizona, mm-hmm. he needs a new deal. The Cardinals are probably not competing for anything next year, but you can get a pass rusher in Hassan Reddick, which is a more important position than safety. I don't know if I would do that, but I would rather trade Hassan for a player like a Buddha Baker. Maybe you add some more to it, you get a Patrick Sertain, than a high draft pick.
3: So. You think they could get Patrick Sertain and Buda Baker or either or? I'm
2: saying I think you could probably get Buda Baker straight up for Hassan Redick. But if you're going to try to get a Patrick Sertain, you probably need to attach a draft pick to Hassan.
3: I agree that if they were to trade him, I would want a a player and not a draft pick. But I also totally agree with Black Gritty and his point in, like, why are we all all of a sudden just – like, oh, yeah, we can just totally trade, trade this beloved player who wants to be here who's an incredibly yeah, talented player who helps our that. team just for a second-round pick. Like, yeah, I'd be okay with that because, you know what, we're going to be rebuilding next year all right. of a sudden. Like, that's the mindset? Like, what are really, we doing here? Yeah,
2: I've been really surprised at the reaction. Not only just that. So this past Wednesday we did the Convince Kelsey Day. Um, cool day. It was really cool hearing a lot of people call in say how mm-hmm. much Kelsey means to him. But there were more people than I thought that called in and were, and were like, I hope he retires. Really Which is wild to me. I mean, if they don't have Jason Kelsey next year, I'm not saying the season's over, but it is going to be extremely, extremely hard.
3: What's the reasoning for wanting him to retire? Just like they think he's too. Focused I think it's on time to move. Well,
2: some people feel it's just time to move on. Okay. Like uh, you know, you move Cam Jurgens over, you figure out what you're going to do with guard with Tyler Steen. But you know, I think with him, Fletcher, Brandon Graham, probably off the frustration of last year, some people feel it's time to like get fresh. I guess yeah. fresh players, but. They don't have a player better than Jason Kelsey no. on the roster. He's arguably the best player on the entire roster. I think Kim or uh, A.J. Brown. I mean, Jalen, when he plays great, has that argument. But two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. 592 a lot on the table today. Is Jalen overrated or underrated? And do you view the Eagles season next year as one where they're going all in and you're keeping Hassan Reddick and you're convincing Kelsey to come back? Or are you willing to maybe take a step back and focus on 2025 so curious where all the go birds real ones fall on this get on get on the board get on the line i want to hear from all you guys 215-592-9494 here at the beautiful Bet parks casino this is go birds radio and as i tell you every saturday and every pod the Bet parks app is the only casino and sports betting app that i use myself and it's the only one that i recommend why because it's safe, secure, and it's easy to use. You can play all your favorite casino games 24-7 on the Bet Parks app, the hottest online slots and table games right at your fingertips. Play Blackjack and Texas Hold'em with a live dealer right on your phone. Live bet all your favorite sports on the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app, the sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fan. On the app, you can bet more than just a score. You can bet pro hoops, player performances, points, assists, and much more. Live bet as you watch the action unfold when you bet college basketball, hockey, MMA, golf, and basically every other sport there is. Bet Parks has a great offer to join me right now. And download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're not a winner in the first 24 hours. New users only, casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website at betparks.com for details. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. You love to play, you play to win, you bet. Bet Parks. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler.